Welcome to Japan according to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 97 of Japan according to Akio. We are kicking off phase three. Of the podcast, this episode is going down. It's going to be a lot happening. If you check the time, you can see it's like a really long episode packed with a bunch of shit.、Um, I'm not going to spoil anything because we got surprises. I got two really crazy stories I tell you from my time here.、Uh, one is kind of funny. Kind of epic. Another one is really a little bit embarrassing for me to tell, but I, I powered through it. I told it anyway because I think it gives some context about life here. It needs to be, it needed to be done at some point in time. I had to tell the story. <sighs> but, <laughs> but you know,、um, I'm happy I did, like, you know, to kind of put my experiences out、uh, here, out there. So enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it, and, uh, I forgot what. Oh, yeah, I always say enjoy. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to episode 97 of Japan According to Akio. This is going to be a good one. I have a good feeling about this one. We got time. I'm fresh. I'm fresh to death always, of course. <laughs> But no, I'm, I'm recharged. I got、um, a lot of sleep today. Uh, it, it's, it's midnight, so my day off, my day off yeah, it's just the clock's just striking midnight. My day off is over.、Um, but this morning, you know, I was from the previous couple of episodes, you know,、um, you know, everyone's been under the weather here recently. And I was kind of last episode, I was fighting off,、um, you know, a cold or sore throat as I normally do, just fighting it off. Um, I won the battle, you know.、Um, it, was a, it was a rough one while still trying to、um, keep my content pumping out and stuff like that. So it was really, really a、uh, um, pretty rough week. A couple of times at work, I was just like, oh, like, fuck, I hope no one sees me like ready to pass out here. But、um, by the skin of my teeth, I got through it. And today, my family let me sleep in. Like, I guess they kind of knew. So I slept until like,、um, like, Besides waking up to take my son downstairs, like I、um, slept to like 11 something today,、um, maybe almost 11 30. So, you know, refreshed, took a little, another little short nap or whatever. So I'm like fully, like that's like, that's like days of sleep for me. So I'm fully back in charge of before I, you know, you can tell I'm back in, in the house because you hear that ding, 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 ding. That's a pow pow. That's a beer. Um,、mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's the brand of my favorite beer, but I don't know how to read this one. I think Omugi or Komugi beer. You see, the Omugi or Komugi beer, probably Omugi, Omugi beer.、Um, I forgot the name of it, but、um, how to read the kanji. But it's not my favorite one, but it's a different、um, type of my, of my favorite one. This one this is all right, it's pretty good, but.、Mm. Again, first drink I've had in like probably almost a week. So, 
that feels kind of good, you know. I, I eat, I eat, but I'm just like, like fuck it. <laughs> Before they something like eating potato chips, I'm like, I was like, fuck it, I just want to eat something salty. So I had some potato chips. I had some some one of my son's juice organic juice boxes i'm like going crazy i'm drinking beer <laughs> you know normally i don't eat like that like as you know um um uh, the past few years i haven't been able to work out so um you know I'm, i try i'm trying to keep my weight you know uh, my eating habits in line um as much as possible since you know just for work i'm not really able to monitor my shit but tonight i was just like man fuck this like I'm, <laughs> i was thinking about potato chips for like the last few days and i was just like bought a big bag of them i i got through like almost half of it and i was like okay i'm, I'm done so but I, you know I, I got my potato chip fix for like the next six eight months but um yeah i just went all out like i'm kind of like that either i go one, I'm zero 100 i'm either like not doing anything or i'm just like fuck it if i'm doing something you know i'm going to eat like a bag of gummy bears i'm going to eat like you know i'm going to drink fucking 50 beers i'm gonna you know, <laughs> you know or i'm not gonna do shit so um tonight's one of those like fuck it kind of nights because we are celebrating this to be honest with you i was thinking about it just before we started too I have such a good feeling about this episode. I'm so fucking prepared for this episode. This is probably like the most prepared I've been for episode. Like, don't think that all the episodes are going to be like this because they're not. <laughs> um, just warning you. <laughs> uh, let, let me let me get stuff ready. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they're not. But, but this does mark, I was thinking about too, this does mark... A new phase in the podcast like we're entering a new phase so that's why i'm kind of celebrating that's why i'm in like a lively mood and that's why i'm so prepared for this episode because i want to kick off this new phase of the podcast the right way with beer with chips with fucking i don't know <laughs> mm. what I, what am i talking about uh, well, first, let me explain. So, uh, yeah, you know, we're like Marvel. You know, like Marvel, we're evolving the Japan according to a Kiel universe, if you will. And the first phase of that was me just getting the podcast, you know, uh, off the ground. Again, once again, shout out to OG Sub Negro for just, you know, getting me um, off the couch and getting me into it like several years ago. Um and yeah, that was like the first iterate, the first phase of the podcast, right? Me just fucking around, putting shit out, you know, cussing at everybody, like in everybody episode, calling everybody's bitches and motherfuckers, like you know, just going wild on here, right? Um, phase two of the podcast was was me realizing, like, oh, that's kind of not really the best thing I should be do doing. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I mean, I, you know, like, I'm not like a fucking shock jock, you know, I, I mean, I cuss a lot, you know, cuss like a sailor when I'm going out, like, you know, I have kind of a weird, I know I have a wacky sense of talking to people and stuff like that, but just me yelling, saying, you know, bitches and hoes and fuck you guys and all this stuff, like, all day is not really my, you know, how, me, and so it kind of settled down a bit, tried to upgrade the podcast, you know, upgraded my audio game, um, you know, um, tr try to be a little bit more prepared, bring, you know, be, bring a little bit more articles, like actually doing fucking research for this shit, you know, like, like actually, you know, trying to put my best foot forward in the podcast. Now, phase three, I'm selling out. 
<laughs> I'm selling out. It's over. It's over. I'm selling out. <laughs> no, what I mean by that is um, I'm trying to take the next step forward in the. It just kind of hit me like a few days ago, and I did some research, and um, you know, I'm actually I'm going to I'm monetizing the podcast. And if you take a second, if you haven't looked at the description by now, you look in the description, you'll see a series of links. Um, but not only one is an affiliate link. The top one is an affiliate link. I'll explain it in a second. Um, don't just turn off the f- podcast and be like, "Oh fuck, Akil, it's over." Like, <laughs> like no, no, no. It's for reasons, and you know. Um, but, but, um, yeah. I, I it just kind of hit me that maybe just looking at the numbers of the podcast. I mean, we're not blow. You know, we're not a blockbuster podcast. Like we haven't. We're getting close to cracking a hundred. I'll just tell you, we're getting close to cracking a hundred listens to one of the episodes, but we haven't cracked a hundred listens to um to any episodes yet. And you know, I mean, I'm totally cool with that. You know, we get kind of consistent numbers. I'll tell you, you know, it's no fucking secret. Like between um every episode, I'd say now gets between um like between anywhere between like 60 i'll say 60 and 80 listens so far per episode is kind of where we're at which is awesome like thank you all for listening like it means that we have a consistent audience of you know about let's say 50 60 people really locked in really listening to the podcast every time mainly for again i've given shouts before mainly from america um, from the UK and from other countries and things like that. I've heard from a few of you guys. I'm really, really appreciative of you guys. You know, I really hope the information that I give on here is entertaining, is informative. I hope you guys get a lot of it, a lot from it. Even if I haven't heard from you, you, I consider you my fam. Like I really, really appreciate it, you know? And so, um, I'm think I was thinking like, it just kind of hit me. Like, what can I do to kind of, you know, harness the power of this, group and at the same time provide more value to you guys you know without doing something cheesy or stuff like that and so i found a uh, a company online a website and i got just did a couple of google searches from the company website online um if you check the link or description is sakura mart sakura, they spelled sakura which means cherry blossom kind of funny is s-a-q-r-a mart and um I found links to them through another service or whatever. And it's a Japanese company. I did some re- I did some research on them, uh, you know. And it is a Japanese company that runs this website. Apparently, trying to push you know Japanese products out to inter- international audience, and they do have an affiliate program. So I was like, okay, cool. I was looking through the website, and it's a lot of products that I'm familiar with personally. Um, that I use or am or familiar with. So, and they have international shipping. So I was like, oh, great, cool. It's a way that I can actually. You know, like I've done a few, um, you know, if you've listened in the past, I've done a few reviews of, of foods and things like that. And I really enjoyed it. And I think I would imagine, you know, if I enjoy it, I think you guys listening would enjoy it. Even, even if I don't hear from you guys, that's kind of how I gauge things. Like if I'm having fun doing it and, and going back and listening to it, again, I listen to it on my way, uh, on my commute to work. And so if it's funny and entertaining to me, then I would imagine it's funny, and, and, and I already know what the fuck I just said. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I can, I can imagine. You know, to some degree, is you all will feel the same way, and that's kind of how. And one of the things that stands out in my mind is like doing those like food reviews and stuff like that. You know, like like beer and, and those fucking terrible ass like ice creams that I ate. Like, <laughs> you know, mm. so. 
um this this place this again this this website which you can find the link to um in the description is you know it has a bunch of shit that i know about so i realized like oh oh great like i can kind of kill two birds with one stone one most importantly add a new section to the podcast which is going to be a food review you know probably um, like they have a bunch of different shit on or or let me let me not say food let me say product review because i don't know where it's gonna go it might go beyond that they have a lot of different shit on there um but i'm in the beginning i'm only gonna stick with food and uh drinks and stuff like that it's easier for me to talk about you know i think most interesting for people they have some other shit on there um yeah (laughs) we we might get to that in future episodes but (laughs) i don't want to like I don't want to get into it now, but but um, for the for, in the beginning, I'm just gonna stick with food and drink. Um, and my plan is just to stick to um, feature one product. I already have the first one set up for the for this episode. One product that I'm you know I'm, I'm either familiar with, either more than likely uh, I'll you know I'll either buy it, eat it on the um, or you know consume it on the podcast or. Um, if it's something I've, you know, have some experience with in the past, give my honest review of it. And, um, if, if, you know, if you're interested in it, Hey, go to the affiliate link in the description, you know, click on my link. Uh, I get, you know, a commission for whatever you guys buy from the website. So buy a bunch of shit, fill up the carts and buy everything, you know, <laughs> no 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 like like but you know whatever if i'm i'm not gonna be pushing shit like i'm I'm, some of the products i might talk shit on whatever i'm just gonna give you my honest opinion about it um and you know if if you've been wanting to because i know for me like living i was talking to my mother-in-law about it too like i use a product i use a um, service called iherb.com you know, to get a lot of my supplements and, and stuff and food and stuff like that from, like, more natural shit from abroad. And it's kind of the same thing. Like, even though I'm paying a little bit extra, just the fact that I'm able to get some products that I can't buy here is a godsend, you know. So, um, I think giving a bit of exposure to the site and, you know, giving you so introduction to some products that some they're fun, you know, some they're interesting, some are de- fucking delicious. Like the first one I talk about, I'm going to talk about now, I eat this shit like every day at work. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um, I think that will be kind of a cool thing and, you know, put you on some game, your co-work, you know, if you go to work or whatever, you have a house party or something, you know, have it in the stash and be like, people like, oh, what's that? We're like, oh, you don't know about this. This is that Japanese shit. Let me put you up on it, <laughs> you know, so um, give you a little bit of bragging rights and, and at the same time, give, you know, a bit more content for each episode, give you something to look forward to, whether you buy something from there or not you know you can just go peruse and and, and, you know just look around and 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 see shit so um just as a first thing if you if you are interested in it just please for me please please remember remember um to use my affiliate link i don't have a i don't have like a code or anything like that i just have a link so um depending on what what platform or what device you're using it for i know for um whatchamacallit 
for um, Apple Podcasts, which is a good set number of our listeners. Like, you know, when you click it, it opens up in that little weird Safari link, which I don't like using personally. I know I like to use it in the official Safari app. So just kind of remember to, I don't really know how it would work. Like if you, you know, just make sure you're using my fucking link. Uh, that's all I'm trying to say. That's the only thing I'm asking you for in return. If you do buy something, just use my fucking link, please. You know, um, like, like to be honest with you, I mean, we, we don't, I'm not, I'm not pulling in thousands of streams. I'm not even pulling in hundreds of streams in here yet, but you know, every little bit helps. And, um, it, it would be appreciated just to kind of be able to gauge what this audience does, you know, um, and, and, and it make me feel good, you know, and, and whatever little bit of, um, I do anticipate little, <laughs> but whatever, you know, whatever, whatever little bit of, um, money would come from that, you know, would, would kind of help me free up more resources, more time, ideally, you know, if I, to, to put out more content for, to do more shit. I mean, I'm not saying like, if you buy a fucking, you know, a pack of like gummy bears, I'm going to be like throwing up like, you know, videos left and right and all that type of shit. No, but, but you know what I'm saying? It, it, it does. Every little bit helps, you know, in this cause to keep these dreams alive, damn it, keep these dreams alive. <laughs> so that's why I say we're going into <laughs> Sorry, I was kind of like you, you feel me, like you know. But that's why I say um, we're entering into a next phase of this. No, not only I say this as well. Not only for you guys, but also um, my other content for Japanese people as well. I'm getting, I'm starting to really get into the more branding part of things. Getting, you know, into the more monetizing part of things um, phase of my life. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun way. I mean, it definitely will push me to prepare things a lot more. There will be a lot more, you know, interactivity for you guys. There'll be more links. You know, I, I just, I don't know why, like, I just realized, like, that's what really um got me on there. I think, was it the previous episode? I might have put a link in the previous episode to something I was talking about, and I was like, Oh yeah, I can put links in the description. Oh shit. I just completely forgot. Like, you know, the whole time I've just been giving you guys my apologies. I've just been giving you guys stuff, not realizing like I can just like throw links to what the fuck I'm talking about in the description. You guys can just click and watch it. Like <laughs> you you know, like I said, we were in phase two, phase one and phase two, but now I'm actually really, you know, trying to put out something that's like has some, you know, meat to it. So hmm. Hmm. So it's going to be interesting, you know, um, appreciation and props to all you guys who have been with me on this journey from the beginning when there were like 2.5 of you guys and, you know, I'm just like doing whatever. And now like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm really settled into what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, you know, um, we're not the biggest podcast about Japan on there, but I think this is like a boutique of ideas, if you will. Um, you know some cool shit like where where you're definitely getting like the inside the inside i don't know whatever the inside thing on you know the inside dealio on, on what's going on you know in and around tokyo like that was my vision for this thing and it's good to really see it kind of coming into coming into view so all right so 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 that's what's going on that's like i said phase three that's what we're doing um this episode is the black panther of the <laughs> <laughs> it's the Black Panther of the fucking um, <laughs> podcast. 
I don't know. Like, I know some some person who's really into Marvel is like, God damn it, Akil. Don't you know that Black Panther was halfway through Phase 3 and fucking Civil War was whatever. I know. I remember. I like the movies. I like Marvel, but... I don't fucking know, man. You, you know, it's a joke. Okay, come on. <laughs> come on. Um, okay, come on. All right. Um, so here we go. All right. So so let's yeah, let's get into our product review. Official our first ever product review. Um and then oh well, well, before that, let me set up what we're gonna do in this episode. Cause this week I've um this, uh, I kind of told you what was going on with me this week. The big news is what's going on with the podcast. Um but besides that um yes there's just been several fucking um youtube videos. this is a really big youtube video heavy episode i think we're all the, the stuff i'm going to talk about is youtube videos no no links no articles i mean no articles or anything like that it's just straight videos which is good for you because there's a there's a um pretty good variety of stuff here stuff that most of the videos i watched you know I, again i took the time out and watched them all except for one i watched like half of it and i'll explain why in a second but um it's good so but before that let's get into the uh, hold on let me, let me get my laptop over a bit closer so i can read this carefully okay let's get into our product review again from our i can say from our sponsor yeah, I can say sponsor. Okay. <laughs> From our sponsor, Sakura Mart, which is a S A Q R A M A R T dot com. Which again, please check the link in the description below just to peruse around and see uh, what's going on. And um if you our our product, which is name, which is also in the description. Again, I'm sorry, I can't really um I can't really link I'm, I'm scared to actually <laughs> uh, link directly to the product page, you know, um, just because I don't know how that will fuck with um, the any commission and stuff like that if it will actually go through that way. So I'm just linking to their homepage only, and I'll kind of guide you through. Um, so where you, how you can find it. So pretty much if you go to, if you're on the website, take the time out, open it up. And if you go to food, and then you go to soup stock, the submenu soup stock. Uh, you'll find it there. And that product is Malukome Salt Reduced Taste of Virtue Restaurant. Plenty of plenty 32 meals. I don't know what the fuck that is. That's a weird, crazy ass description. Um, but again, it's, um, you'll see it. It's, it's, it's basically this um, picture of uh, it's got big 32 on it. Um, a bunch of Japanese writing and four bowls of miso soup on there. And that's what it is. Um, it's, uh, yeah, malu kome salt reduced taste of your virtue restaurant. Plenty of, plenty 32 meals. I don't know. They must have translated some shit weird. But but pretty much um, it's, it's uh, ah, the fuck, that's what I forgot to do. Uh, <clears throat> wait, let me see. Let me see if I can find this right now. Uh... Wait, I forgot to do one thing, which is kind of important. Uh, uh, one second. Because this is kind of important. Uh, 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 oh, fuck, I can't find it. Um, mm, so, because basically what, what's, what's going on is... 
Ah, okay, good. I found it. I found it. Good, 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 good. Basically, what these are is um is instant miso soup, right? And there's four different flavors of them. Um, shit. If you got allergies, like to any type of shit, please. I think a few of these might have. See, let me see. Uh, hold. Let me let me try and zoom in and see. Uh, tofu. One is one is tofu. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're probably good. They uh, probably again don't eat these at your own risk. Okay, if you have any food allergies or anything like that. But um, both basically, I believe two of them are tofu. One is regular tofu, and one is fried tofu, and two of them are just basic seaweed seaweed flavors. <clears throat> And, and yeah, so it's it's basically instant tofu and um, instant miso soup. Sorry, so you know you you, you get like uh, a small pile, a small pack of miso paste, and you get a, um, a pack of I guess you know dried uh, ingredients, which is you know fucking tofu. Uh, seaweed and some other flavorings and shit. I don't know what's in there, <laughs> but but you know you pour in you pour in the paste or whatever you're gonna drink it out of. Pour bring sprinkle in the the stuff from the powder pack. It's you know it's simple. And then you know pour in some water. Bing bang boom. You got you know mix it around, stir it around. You got some delicious miso soup. Um, it's very filling. I, I like for me for lunch most days I have that maybe a granola bar um, sometimes and whatever uh, as like a dessert whatever with whatever I'm eating. So if I have a lunchbox, got that. You know if I got if I'm just having a sandwich, got that. Got a granola bar and it's fucking filling. Like it, it really gets the job done on different days. So I'm having miso soup pretty much every day. I don't get tired for like the past like year and a half. I have, I don't get tired of it. What I was researching, what, what I needed to be sure of, is how much um, liquid water you need to put in it, hot water you need to put in it, because um, these are made for a typical miso soup bowl in Japan, which is a standard size. But in the West, you might not have that standard size. So I think I found something which says how much an average miso soup size bowl is three and a half cups or... 180 milliliters of liquid so three and a half cups of of water or 180 milliliters of of, of water in mixed with those two and it's, it's good it's really gonna get the job done um again th like that's a typical lunch for me on a, on a daily basis um you know uh depending on how hungry i am it really makes a big difference and you know it's warm it, it's feeling um like you, you got you know fishing around for the little bits of seaweed is kind of fun. Uh, I prefer like generally you'll have uh, two main types of uh, what is it miso. You have the the completely dry ones. You have like it's like a cube or brick of 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 like miso mixed with the flavoring, or you got the paste. I'm a fan of the paste like. I don't really, I can't really explain why, but it just feels more like closer to homemade miso soup. Um, the brick ones kind of, I don't know, they taste a little bit, it might be psychological, but they taste a little, a little bit more manufactured, you know, factory made. But when you put in that paste in there, you know, like how you really do and stir that bitch around, like, it's just like, ah, you know, 
when it, when it, when his those taste buds and, and you know after you whatever you eat and it's just like ooh it stays in there lots of good nutrients and stuff like that um you know and compared with like the canned soup that and shit that you eat like in the west like it it has a strong flavor to it it had it does taste salty but not nearly as much sodium not nearly as much salt as like the the soups i used to canned soups and shit i used to drink when i lived in america like it just feels wholesome you know what i'm saying it feels wholesome as opposed to like you know canned chicken noodle soup or some shit where i'm just like i feel like i need to drink you know a fucking glass of water when i'm done just because you know of all the goddamn sodium in that bitch so mm. Mm. But again, for for the absolute least, check it out. I think it's on the second or third page of those sub menus I told you about. Um, again, look around. Again, all through my link, of course. Uh, and it, for at the, at the absolute bare minimum, let's say you are coming to Japan, you know, maybe take a picture, take a screenshot of it. So you you know, if you go to a grocery store, you can look for that or something similar to it, you know, and, and, and bring it back home for yourself. Um is another possible idea too. So you don't only if you are planning on coming to Japan, you know, th- these type of product reviews might be some useful information for you to kind of stuff some shit in your suitcase for you to bring some bring back some goodies back to your home country is another idea, right? Boom, it's all value, it's all good. Okay, so don't feel bad about me selling out. Okay, <laughs> try and get this cash. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right. So that's the product review for this episode. And in the next one, I'm sure you'll get another. I already know what I got in line for the next one, too. So look forward to that. All right, so hold on, let me transition. Okay, okay. Uh, which one? Two, four. I got oh shit. I got a shit leg. Yeah, I got a shitload of shit to talk about. <laughs> I got a shitload of shit to talk about. Um, I guess I'll I'll start. I'll go with the order in which uh I came across these things. So, um, just to give you some background information. Um, okay. So where do I start this next topic? Ah, okay. So, <clears throat> okay. I'll just give you how I came across this topic. So a couple of days ago, in my YouTube timeline, just fucking around. Um, you remember previously I talked about the, I think his name is Jim Jeffries or something like that. Australian dude, um, you know, who was interviewing people in Japan about their, um, you know, why Japanese people aren't dating, aren't having sex and stuff like that. And he did that blah, 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 blah kind of thing. So I'm guessing on his trip here, he, you know, recorded, they were, for his show, recorded a few different themes. And uh, a couple of days ago in my timeline, another episode related to Japan popped up, which is this video. Now, um, I'll go backwards from that because in, I believe in the list that in, I'm the way I'm going to list it is the first video which is about eight years old, is going to come up. I would probably encourage you to watch that first, just to give you some neutral context of what's going on, which might be either shocking to you, upsetting to you, or just, you know, I would say don't jump to conclusions first, um, but I would recommend you watch that first before getting the Western slant on it. You know, just to form your own opinions out the break, I think it would probably be better. Yeah, um, 
Hmm. Now, that video is um, called Black Lifestyle in Japan. And yeah, again, several years old. I believe it looked like one of the girls who was in, um, I think it's Asian Boss, that YouTube uh, page I recommended like several episodes back. Um, but basically, in they interviewed this girl, a couple of girls who are into quote unquote black life, B style, which stands for black style. Um, and if you look carefully in that video, basically she works in Ichimaloku. Uh, which Ichimaloku is like the the mecca of kind of gyalu, which is kind of like Shibuya girl, typical. Just if you type in G-A-L, Japanese, don't do it in any adult-oriented websites. <laughs> or or possibly do that if you want to. <laughs> but something else will come up. Because <laughs> that's like a whole... Somebody told me, I don't know personally, but somebody told me that that's like a whole subgenre of, you know, Japanese related like uh, pornography. Again, I don't know. I don't watch the type of filth. <laughs> but but, um, but but in reality, though, it's not as popular as it used to be. But in the late 90s to 2000s that, you know, girls in their teens and early 20s that kind of uh do your own research on it but it is like a subculture really concentrated heavily in shibuya and the mecca of that is ichimaloku building which is uh ichimaloku is kind of like a the department store chain and um generally geared towards younger women and the one in shibuya is kind of like the mecca for that kind of subculture um basically girls who kind of you know for lack of a better way of describing it dress really slutty and are like shopping and shit like that you know um yeah dress like hoochies <laughs> basically that's the way to describe it they just dress like hoochies and you know just hang out in shibuya again like this was at its peak around the time when i was coming no it was even starting to fade a little bit when i came to japan in 2004 but it was a lot stronger than it is today like today shibuya is really being transformed quite a bit into more of a tourist area but ichimaloku is still there um and I see less, like, uh, there's just not as many gyalu in, in Shibuya as there were when I, when I first came here. Um, again, just times change and, and you know, um, trends come and they go. And this was very much a product of, like, the 90s, early, like, the 90s, pretty much early 2000s. So it's almost, almost you know, 20 years ago, about 20 years ago where this thing popped up. So you can kind of see it's, it's on its way out. Uh, <clears throat> But um, the girl they interviewed, hmm, she clearly works there. I guess she still does work there. You know, they interviewed her eight years ago. And, um, yeah, pretty much, you know, was saying, you know, she, she tans her skin. You know, she kind of curls her hair to make it look, quote, unquote, black and you know, like the, basically what you would see in music, and you, you know, in the mini documentary, you'll see them looking at videos of like 50 Cent. I mean, again, this is like eight, 10 years ago, probably. Um, you know, looking at old rap hip hop videos from the 2000s and just like, oh, they're so cool. We should do our hair like that. You know, from like video vixens, just like video vixens from the fucking 2000s, you know. Um, and 
really like that's their image or perception of black culture, right? Um, you heard me talk about the uh, Chicano culture, subculture here too as well. Similar kind of thing. And um, me as a, you know, it, it, it guess it, it, so moving forward, so it, it, it got a bit of, um, it got picked up, I guess, by him. I mean, I, I saw it years ago and I was like, what? But it's, that's not like a big thing here. Everyone's not running around like, you know, trying to, look like me <laughs> you know but there are again every subculture I, I believe i've talked about before has their hardcore people who are just if they're into it they're fucking into it and this girl is one of the one of the people i'd say one of the few people who really is into it like that and you know actually going as far as like tanning trying to look emulate you know uh the way black people look now I've come across people who are deep into hip hop culture and they try to connect with me that way, but <laughs> only, <laughs> oh, I remember only one time in real life I saw, <laughs> I'm just remembering, I, I laugh because <laughs> I talk to my friend about it sometimes and it was crazy. All right, story time. <laughs> flashback so this was you know towards about towards the end of my well maybe around the time i was 30 just after turning 30 maybe and uh towards the end of my clubbing days <laughs> and one crazy night out with with a buddy of mine um like one of my closest friends here so long story like okay i'll, I'll go back somehow i ended like one night Somehow, I ended up in some weird, like, party in Shibuya. It was like, I guess some dude turned... I mean, I was already drinking at the time, so it was a little bit fuzzy in my head. But I, I remember kind of where I was, like, but some dude... What ended up happening was some dude, I think, turned either his apartment or something... It was like an apartment, but it looked a little bit bigger than an apartment. Or in my mind, in my perception at the time, it was a little bigger. Like into like a little nightclub kind of thing. It was like an old building. And I guess it was, I don't know. I, I just don't remember. But they had like a DJ. They had some like fake little bar and stuff like that. There's a couple people there. You know, this dude was like, yo, is this the spot? Like I'd seen him in a couple of bars before. And so he kind of knew my face. He was like, yo, what's up, man? Thanks for coming through. And he was like, you know, this is the spot. This is where it's at. And, you know, it was like a kind of, it felt like like a, like a college dorm party kind of something. Or like, <laughs> like the image is like that. Or like, you know, a cheesy college, like, you know, apartment party where you've got like, you know, black lights on and, you know, music playing and people are like, we doing it big over here kind of shit. So hmm. at that party, I met some girl like I was just talking. Okay, I didn't meet her like that. We were just like talking, you know, and um, because, again, it's not that many people there. So, <laughs> so, so I ended up talking to her and she was like, hey, let's exchange info. Da, da, da. You should come to my and she's like, you should come to my birthday party. And I was like, OK, cool. Sounds like she's like, yeah, it's going to be a blah, blah, blah club. Like I, and it was actually a club that I liked. You know, it, it was a club called Buenos um, or no, it was the club next to Buenos. Buenos is the first night club I went to um, that night. I almost like, you know, had a bottle incident. 
and um, there's a club next to it. I forgot the name of it, but apparently those two clubs are connected, right? So um, she was like, it's going to be at the other place. You know, you should come through. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Sounds like fun. You know, I felt all special, you know. And so I told I was like, hey, can I bring a friend? And she was like, yeah. Or uh, somehow maybe during going back and forth about it, you know, she was like, bring as many people you want, whatever. And so one of my friends who lived in the area, that's what it was. He lived like in that area, like right down the street, you know. And so I was like, hey, you want to come? She said, I can bring whoever. He was like, yeah, dude, let's roll, you know. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is where the story gets interesting. Don't worry, it's gonna connect to this fucking YouTube thing. So <laughs> sorry, sorry. Me and my friend, we every like every now and then we'll bring up this story and we just laugh about it even to this day, right? So so um we're in there and like, you know, she had I forgot how much the fee was. You know, they had like the VIP section. It wasn't much of a VIP section. Don't don't get too hyped about it. Like <laughs> but it was just like, you know, up high, you know, a little kind of loft area with a dance floor below. And they had like a bar. So we go through, we say what's up to her, and we're like, you know, I mean some people there just chilling. Um, I think he bought he went with like a girl too actually he bought that's when he bought another girl he's like maybe that's right we went with two it was him and he bought a girl too and on like a date or something but he was like whatever like you know so so like (laughs) so like um so like we're there with her whatever and there were some other girls around and some other japanese people and so we're just talking hanging out chilling and you know and I forgot, but the girl he bought, like, he didn't know her that well. And she, if I remember correctly, like, as soon as we get, okay, let me give some context to this. Because as soon as we get there, like, you know, me and him, we were on like, yo, let's let's get fucked up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we get there, it was like open bar. We already paid for it. So we were like, man, let's get our drink on. So um, as soon as we see like, hey, what's up? We paid some money. Where's the bar? Where there it is? It's not even a bar. It was just like a couple of bottles of like vodka and, and some other shit just laid out. Like and we were just like, all right, let's just get our money's worth, you know. So, excuse me, we start drinking screwdrivers and shit and um just pouring them way strong and and that's when the night starts getting kind of hazy, you know. And so you know, start talking, sitting. On, I just remember sitting on the sofa talking to people, like, hey, what's up? Cracking jokes, you know, just hanging out, listening to some music. The music was good. <laughs> and so we're like, okay, this is like a chill vibe. This is cool, right? Um, you know, it's like, oh, this is a nice party. Like, you know, thanks for inviting us. It was, I don't know. She's like, next thing you know, this wave of like military dudes comes in. I think Navy dudes, nothing wrong against military people, you know, at all. But um, there is kind of like... I would say, you know, it's kind of like an unspoken kind of thing, but whatever. I'll talk. I'll be honest with you guys and talk about it. Like here in, because um, I've met some cool, really cool military people. By the way, I'm not just painting everyone with a, with a broad stroke, but there is kind of like a weird thing here with like military people and non-military people here living in in in, in around Tokyo because like. Um, Military people have, there's a base, there's Yokosuka base, which is the closest base here, which is a little bit away from the city, if you will. So it's about maybe like by train, I'll say like an hour, maybe like an hour away from Tokyo on the train. And even me, I live in the suburbs of Tokyo. 
Um, I, maybe even more than an hour. Like, um, I, I've never been there actually. Oh, I, I kind of been in that area one time, um, to visit one of my wife's friends who's in the military, uh, who's married to a guy in the military. Um, and him, he was cool. His people around here, they were cool. You know, he was like a really, really chill person. But generally, the two don't really mingle too much. Like military people, and let's say people like me who are like teachers who are working don't really mingle too much right military people kind of generally hang out with military people and non-military people are kind of do their own thing sometimes they come in you know they have like a lot of places in yokohama in their area where they go and sometimes go out to rapungi and other places you know on i guess leave nights or whatever and party you know in mainly like rapungi or shibuya stuff like that so you get like sprinklings of military people but like never like i'm been rarely in a situation where i was in the minority with a bunch of military people in japan right like um like i said i went to a house party on base one time with a dude who's really really chill you know um some of the people he was around were a bit younger and you know i mean i get it like you know they're you know, they're here working and stuff like that. And especially visiting that guy's place on base, I kind of got a better context of how they think because I got to talk to some um, younger military people. Then I was like, okay, I can kind of see. And they were kind of more open-minded too, but I've also been around some people who are assholes, you know. So, I mean, I'm not saying like, all, you know, you know what I'm saying. I'm not saying like all like people on my side. We all cool and they all weird. Like, no, you know, there's assholes who are non-military too. But um, we're just kind of on two two different perspectives of why we're in Japan, kind of thing. You know, like I would say the big. Now I'm thinking about it. The biggest factor will probably be like military people are generally separated from Japanese culture on a daily basis. Right? They live in their bubble inside Japan, and so they don't necessarily have to deal with and and accommodate Japanese culture. You know what I'm saying? Like they're very much living American life in Japan. And non-military people have to be immersed in Japanese culture. And that really shapes how you deal with other people or see japan or see other people it really does right or especially over time so and especially i would imagine it's the age thing as well you know like you get start getting a little bit older like a lot of my image will be a lot of the people who are going out are still younger so that's my probably a factor too but now that i think about it the biggest thing will probably be the fact that um you know being immersed in Japanese culture versus not having to deal with that, right? Because you have your job, you have your career, you have your people on base or around base or whatever. That's, you know, where you're kind of, you know what I'm saying? You, I'm sure you can imagine what I'm talking about. Um, especially if you are in the military or, you know, familiar with that world. But, um, mm. so back to my story. So just as context. So what happened was, this big group of military dudes comes in. I think, I guess they were maybe in the Navy or something like that. Because one dude, after a few minutes, he's, I guess, pretty rowdy. Takes his shirt off and he has this huge fucking anchor tattoo all over his chest. That's the only thing I remember. It was like surreal. And me and my friend are just like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> you know, and and so like I mean we we say what's up to some of the dudes or whatever, but they're like, hey, what's up, they're kind of going crazy, you know, already, and then we kind of realize like, oh, this chick just invited whoever to this thing, like because we we talked to one of the guys like, oh, how do you know her? And they're like, oh no, we don't know her. We just like whatever, whatever. She just invited us here. We just came through. And I was like, oh, she just invited everyone here. So then we didn't feel special anymore. And then we were like, okay, this, you know, the mood kind of like changed a bit because, you know, they were kind of freaking out the Japanese people a little bit. Like, you know, it's really just coming up like drunk, like, hey, just, you know, strongly hitting on all the girls and, and, you know, the girl who invited them, she's just like, she could speak English. And so she's trying to like, you know, kind of manage the situation but you could just tell like all hell was breaking loose i mean it wasn't gonna be like a fight or anything but just the atmosphere of the party was clearly broken where you had this real like no it wasn't like a big thing it was maybe like from my memory and feeling probably like let's say around 10 people before those dudes came you know including like maybe about five or six girls probably a couple of dudes you know and then us including us maybe i don't know and then like about an equal number of like you know drunk young military dudes come in and you know so we were all sitting down we were all just drinking talking you know speaking mainly in japanese and then they come in you know a lot of people couldn't speak english so it was just like you know they're yelling the dude's like drinking doing shots he's taking off his shirt like you know it's just like Full on, like, oh shit. Like, so me and my mother, I think the girl he was with was like, yeah, I'm about to leave. Maybe that was around the time she was, she left. And then he was like, okay, thank goodness, because she was boring anyway. So, so, <laughs> so we were like, yo, you want to just go to the dance floor? Because I think when we got in, they told us, like, oh yeah, you can go down to um, Buenos. Um, you know, when you pay, you can go down to Buenos anytime you want. So we were like, okay, we'll just hit the dance floor and then we'll come back up. So let's just get some drinks and go to, and just get the fuck out of here. So um, the place where we were at, it wasn't really that crowded, you know, and we get down to Buenos and it is popping. <laughs> it was popping. It was like, yo, this is, I mean, you know, this is the shit. So, mm. And like, and by the way, if you want to know Vuenos is V-U-E-N-O-S, that's V-U-E-N-O-S. Again, this was on a week, a weekend, maybe a Friday night, probably a Saturday night. So we, it, it was like a classic, like movie moment. Cause you know, we, we, it's like an elevator. So, you know, we go into the place. It's not that crowded. We're like, all right, let's get the fuck out of there. You know, and we hit the button, we go down, the doors open. It's just like, you know, like the music's bumping, the music, Buenos, the reason I like it was because the music is good, you know, so it was like good music, you know, it's like, it's like music video moment, like the elevator doors open, it's like, you know, whatever the fuck they were playing at the time, like, you know, it's blasting, it was like, yeah, and then like, you know, it's girls running around the place and dudes or whatever, you know, we just like, yeah, so at the time, we were drinking Incredible Hulks a lot, like, because... I don't know if you know what Incredible Coke is, but it's a terrible drink. <laughs> we just say it's fucking terrible. But, but you know, at the time, um, that's what we were drinking, and um, yeah, we went through like a wave of like Incredible Hulks because which because um, yeah, which is hypnotic, which was like a blue terrible drink, and 
Hennessy, but they didn't really have Hennessy that much here. So, um, we, you know, if they had brandy, like throw some brandy in there, anything dark, just throw it in there, and um, and just drink that. Like during that time period, that about a year or so, because I think finally hypnotic had come to japan and so like you know we were like hey, they got you. anytime we saw it, it was like oh it's getting incredible hoax you know um and so we go to the bar and they actually had a sign that said like yo incredible hoax like 500 yen we were like yo they got incredible hoax oh shit it's about to be on you know we was like going crazy because it's like you don't really see that here i mean it's something so small but and it might be kind of stupid to you, for you hearing it but but that's something like you know, some things you just kind of miss out on and they're just like, yo, let's do it. So we start drinking a couple incredible hugs, getting fucked up with dancing, having fun, like, you know, just talking, walking around and how it relates to the story is like, so we go, it's like a stairway or something and they had this couch and I just remember like, Like we walking down the stairs and we I look on the sofa and I see this dude and he's kind of like dark. You know, it's dark in there, but he's dark, you know. And so I'm like, he's looking kind of black. And I look, he's got braids, he's got cornrows. I'm like, what? And I look again, and he's got like an Averex jacket on, <laughs> a leather Averex on. I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's just like posted up on the sofa like bobbing his head listening to music and he sees me he's like yo like gives me the typical like yo yeah kind of what's up kind of you know peace sign and i'm just like walk past <laughs> and i'm just like hey like what the fuck because he's japanese you know <laughs> it took me that was the weird thing it took me like a few seconds to be like is he black oh no he's just tan wait what He's got cornrows? Why does his hair look like that? Wait, no, he's got braids. Why does he have an Averex jacket on? <laughs> it's just surreal. And I just looked back at my friend. We got past the dude. I looked back at my friend. He just started busting out laughing so hard. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, it just looked so weird. It just looks so, so weird out of place. That's the story. <laughs> yeah, but that was, it was a great night. We had, we, you know, we um just hanging out, drinking, getting fucked up, you know, dancing, having fun, talking shit all night, and then I think I went home. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I took took a taxi back home at like you know three something, three four o'clock in the morning. But it was that was all epic one one of the memorable epic nights here in Tokyo. Um, back in my heyday. Um, but but it relates back to the story because um. Yeah, like that was the only time I can remember seeing uh, someone actually tan like that, I guess, full on B style, quote unquote B style. So this, you know, in that first video, she talks about it in there. So I guess it's like a really niche subculture. Um, I'll get, uh, I forgot about the other story. I'll tell another story in a second. So, um, which relates to this too. So, what happened was this guy Jim Jeffries. Like, just watch that for some context of the girl they interview. So, fast forward eight years later, I guess recently they tracked her down, and she's probably still she's apparently working at the same place. You know, still doing her thing. She's probably what in her late twenties now. But again, I think I when I talked about the Chicano kind of stuff, like some people. Most people give that stuff up later on, you know, eventually, but she seems like one of the people who's holding on, be style for life kind of thing, you know, and um, uh, they interview her, and 
actually I liked what they did. This video though from the guy, it's the second link a little bit lower. It's uh our our Japanese B stylers racist is the title of it. And um only I'd say the first half of that video, you'll you'll kind of see when it turns. When when you get to the part where it's like a panel of um international people, that's really not related to Japan at all. But I like what they did the first part of it, and I really like the context they put in it, and and the way they interviewed her as well, because it is from a Western st- point of view. But listening to her talk, and I agree with what he says about it, and, and you know I, I won't spoil it. I'll let you watch it for yourself. But um, and then, you know form your own opinions on what you think of it. But on the surface, watching the first video, it is very shocking. But when you understand the context of you know, Japan is very different. The view, issue, views of race and things like that are very different in Japan than they are uh, in the West. And I like how they kind of highlighted that. Like, you know, and I talked about it before, like you can't really come to Japan with your perception or even your hangups of society. Um, and sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh Sorry, I just wanted to make sure. Oh, we're oh, we're an hour deep, and we we deep. I told you this is we're kicking this thing off right. This is this is going to be the substitute for episode one hundred. I'm sorry, this is probably going to be it. Episode one hundred is going to be a downer compared to this motherfucker. I'm just telling you. All right. Um. Mm, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. Um. Um. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Hold on one second. I got lost. Uh. Yeah, so don't come with your your hangups and your um don't come don't really come with your hangups on on what you think race relations should be. You know, just 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 you got to kind of check it at the door when when you're here because um you know, if you really listen to what she's saying about how she sees herself and how she sees race and you put yourself in the context of what she where she's coming from, it kind of for me it makes kind of sense. You know, I mean, it's not really my thing, um, but I get it. You know, and I'm gonna tell. I'm, I'm actually just looking at the time. Um, I got a bunch of other stuff, which I'm gonna save for the next episode, which is good. Which is good because I, I think this theme is a, is a good place to cut it. Otherwise, we're gonna have one like two and a half hour episode. It's almost one o'clock in the morning. I can't do this shit. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm hitting my limit. I thought I was gonna be able to get through everything, but um, it's good. We're in. You know. Uh, problem of a overabundance of shit to talk about which is great so um i'm gonna, just gonna tell you one more story related to this and then i'm gonna get it get out of here so um <laughs> another experience i had with a uh, b-girl was again when i'm fresh off the boat i just got here one more story and then and we're gone so when i first got to japan um, again, this is like the first few weeks I'm here. Um, you know, uh, I might have, you know, just met my wife or just before I met my wife. I can't remember, uh, exactly when, you know, um, but you know, whatever, I'm 22. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just experiencing Japan, you know, I'm, I was not trying to get married or me to have a girlfriend when I came here at all. Like, um, but, um. So my, I think my first few after my first few weeks in Japan and maybe even months, I would if I got kind of like just to get a feel for what 
Tokyo. Yeah, I think my first year. This is maybe just before I met my wife because um, the weather was still nice. And what what I used to do, is, which I would encourage you to do if you move to a major city, and if you move to Tokyo, other cities I, I, I can't really speak on, but Tokyo, what I would do is basically I would just go to like a random station. I'll just pick one, like a random station. Like, okay, this is my starting point. And I just go there in somewhere in central Tokyo and just walk, you know, and I would just like walk somewhere. I just pick a direction. I don't know where I'm going and just go somewhere. And I just keep going as long as I, I wanted to walk, you know, just play some music. Um, I think I had music at the time. I forgot. I forgot if I was playing music or not, but, um, but yeah, I, I just, you know, um, walk for several hours lose myself in Tokyo literally and you know go until I found the train station which isn't really too hard to find here because there's just train stations everywhere so I didn't really have to worry about like getting utterly lost and you know not being able to find my way back because I know like I'm always you know five ten minutes walk from any train station just go on any main road keep going you'll find a train station right so that's not that hard and then once I get there you know I can just like plug it into my phone and then just track my way back home so it, that was not an issue and safety isn't an issue here too because you know it's a safe ass city so I could just like you know just wander around see different parts see different areas see different neighborhoods go through the side streets and just get a feel for you know what the city of Tokyo was like you know um is kind of what I what I used to do. I did that for about my first six months here, uh, and eventually I was just like, okay, I'm, I kind of understand what's going on, so I feel comfortable here. Um, and so, yeah, so one time, I think one of the first times I did it, you know, I was yeah, I was on my day off, walking around, and at the time, you know, I had like a big Michael Vick jersey on and. I think some sweatpants or, or some warm-ups or something, something, you know, just some comfortable shit, some sneakers and whatever. And I wandered my way around towards Shibuya after walking for several hours. And I think it was like the first or second time I did that. And so this is like when a week, at the time I had weekdays off, right? So um, this is like a – it had to be had Tuesday and Wednesday. So it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday late afternoon. And I wander into, um, I work my way towards Shibuya. And I'm like, okay, I know where I'm at. All right, fine. Let me maybe stop somewhere, get a drink, maybe, you know, some just chill for a bit. You know, kind of tired. So I go, there's this bar called The Hub, H-U-B, The Hub. Um, it's a chain, pretty common kind of chain around here, like British-style pub and shit like that. So I go in there, and it's really no one there. And again, it's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, right? So, um... I just go and sit down by myself and, you know, I'm just like watching TV or something like that. And like the waitress, I just know she comes like running over to me a bit like, hi, like smiling. You know, can I get you anything or something? I forgot what she's saying some shit to me. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm just like, yeah, you know, um, and somehow we start to, I forgot why, but she just kept, I just remember her kept coming back over to me, you know, um, just talking to me or, and I'm like kind of, at this point, I'm kind of homesick. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm like just finished walking several hours, like thinking my way through, like what the fuck am I doing in Japan? You know what I'm saying? I'm completely out of my element at this point. Like 
literally trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing with my life. You know, like I'm halfway across the world. I'm 22 years old. Like I'm on this crazy ass adventure. Like what the fuck, you know, and just get my bearings. And like she keeps coming back over and talking to me and talking to me and stuff like that. And I eventually I kind of realized like, oh, maybe this girl kind of likes me, you know, she, cause she, I couldn't speak Japanese and she doesn't, um, really speak English. So, so I'm like, Oh, I think she likes me. Like, okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> you know, hmm. up to that point, I don't think I really had much, that much luck with ladies, you know? So I was like, okay, cool. So I just try to switch on my game, you know? And, I don't know what the fuck I was saying to her, like, at all. But I guess we talked for a little bit, and then she was like, hey, do you want to go get some food or something like that? And I was like, I guess she was getting off work soon. So she was like, let's go get something to eat. And I was like, okay. So she's like, don't go anywhere. You know, I just remember her being like, don't go. Don't leave. And I was like, okay, I'll be right here. She's like, you promise? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll be right here. It's like, okay. And she gets all excited. And she runs to, like, go change her clothes and get off work. And I'm just like, shit, she must really like me. Okay. So I'm like, I mean, she, you know, she was kind of cute. Like, I remember that. Um, a little thick, you know. <laughs> I mean, not, like, bad thick. Like, thick, thick. You know, for Japanese, a little thick, a little curve. So I'm like, okay, I can work with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. And so, um, you know, she, I walked by the bar, yeah, to follow her for her to leave and come change her clothes. And, you know, when she left, I was like, huh, okay, this could be kind of interesting. Yo. Yo. She changed her clothes. She came out with, like, she had some jeans on and some, I forgot what sneakers, she had this bright yellow, like, sweatshirt. Like, it was like FUBU or something like that. I don't know what it was. It was like something crazy on it. Like, you know, um, and this is when FUBU was not popping anymore. But it was something to, to that effect. Bright yellow, some fake medallion, like, junk jewelry medallion with, like, poker cards on it and the poker cards had like fake rubies on it and i'm just like <laughs> i was like looked at that shit like i mean the sweatshirt i could have gotten away with i could like all right we're in shibuya cool but the fucking five dollar gold chain with the fucking playing cards on it was like a deal breaker for me <laughs> you know i was just like Shit, I'm not trying to walk down the street with this chick at all. Like, you know, I'm like, I am not trying to be the one walking down the street with her. Fuck, how do I get out of this? Like, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I look, I mean, her body was like, I was like, okay, her body was like, I mean, no, okay, that, that that's actually what happened. I was like, you know, she came out from the bar. I was like, God damn, look at that chain. You know, then she turned around and got this. I was like, okay, she got kind of nice ass. Like, fuck. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly what, how exactly how it happened i was like i uh, god damn it mm, fine <laughs> like fine let's go somewhere like you know um <laughs> i'm 22 i'm sorry like you know i was 22 i'm sorry so <laughs> so like 
So like, um, yeah. So we end up like, uh, uh, yeah. No, I, uh, okay, okay. So what happened was we ended up, um, you know. So I just remember walking down the street with her, just like, fuck, I gotta get off the street, and she, you know, she's, you know, because I'm like so embarrassed to be you know, like walking down the street with her kind of, we're kind of having this basic kind of conversation, you know, and I'm completely distracted by this horrible chain that she's wearing. Like this is horrible jewelry. Like it's just the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and so like, I'm just like, oh, what am I going to do? And, like, and, you know, so the first place she's like, Hey, do you want to go in here? I'm like, yeah, let's just go. Let's just go. Let's get off the street. Let's just do it. Like, you know, um, so we go sit down to Izakaya and um like and we're at Izakaya and she's ordering now this this I told my wife this story and I hesitate to tell you guys this as well. Um my wife teased me you know teased me about it several times in the past. I hate I'm just gonna tell you guys just it's full disclosure, whatever, you know, but yeah, this is kind of embarrassing to say, but this is one thing I had to deal with. You know, and I'm, I don't think it's um, indicative of what your experience in Japan will be, but especially if you're a person of color or whatever, it's possible. And it ties back to because talking about the B style kind of girl, where if you listen to her talk, her, let's say, fondness for quote unquote black culture doesn't necessarily coincide with a deep understanding. It's a very superficial infatuation with it, right? It's not so much a deep understanding, appreciation for what the culture is and what it means. It's just like, oh, that looks cool. Yay, kind of thing, right? And that's why I love my wife because, you know, even though she's, excuse me, sorry, you know, she's not, I mean, she likes some, some um, you know, hip-hop and stuff like that, and she did in the past, you know. Um, and she told me she used to kind of, like, you know, look, you know, at a point in time, like, you know, be kind of like, oh, I wish I was black kind of thing like that. Not like, not like, you know, you know, not not like in a negative way, but she the way she explained it to me as a teenager, you know, um... Like the way I was like, I similar to like how I wish I was a fucking Power Ranger when I was a kid. Like, you know, so, but my wife understands me as a person and appreciates me as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's not with me because I'm black and oh, he's black and he's cool. I got a black dude, husband, and I got, you know, half black baby. Like, you know, she, the different levels and layers of me as a person, she understands, appreciates, and tries her best to connect with, you know, as much as she can and tries to understand some stuff she can, some stuff she can't, but she's tries to. This chick I was with, she was on the superficial shit. She was like, I'm with a black dude. So let me put that into context. And, you know, uh, and, and yeah, like, so when I told my wife that story years later, she laughed so hard, you know, she sometimes teased me about it. 
you know, um, and, and, you know, that's what I love about her because she kind of can, you know, she could kind of understand it, you know, and, 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 you know, she's like, yeah, I can imagine girls like that, and, you know, sorry, but those girls like that are in Japan, you know, it's nothing malicious, but so, okay, with that, I'll tell you this embarrassing story, right? So, um, you know, another moment of awkwardness here in Japan, so. We get to the izakaya, right? And I had, I think I had a few drinks before that already, so I wasn't really that hungry, but I was like, all right, cool. You want something to eat? Let's eat something. So she's like, hey, okay, let's eat. She orders a few things, and she's like, hey, do you want some chicken? <laughs> she's like, do you want some fried chicken? And I was like, mm, no, nah, not really. You know, I'm not thinking about anything. And you know, she's like, you sure? I'm like, no, no, no. She's like, the fried chicken here is really good. You, you, you want some? You can have some. I was like, no, no, no. I'm good, but you go ahead. You order it if you want to. It comes. She's like, hey, you want to try it? You want to try it? I'm like, no, no, you go ahead. You eat it. She's like, no, I'm not going to eat it. Like, So she doesn't eat the chicken. I'm like, okay, you were so pushing for this chicken. Like, why don't you go ahead? Go in, dig in. We eating all this other shit. Go ahead. And she's like, no, no, no. And we talk, and I'm like, okay, I got to get the fuck out of here. And, you know, because, again, her fucking 500 yen medallion fake rubies were blinding me. You know, and I couldn't concentrate on the conversation. I just thought, like, there's no way in hell I could date someone who wears some shit like this. So um, we eat after a while. I'm like, all right, let me get out of here. Uh, I can't remember if we exchanged, like, information or whatever, but I don't even remember. I just had no intention of seeing her ever again in my life. And so then she was like, asked the staff, hey, can you wrap this up for us? Like, the, the fucking chicken. She's like, hey, take the chicken with you. I'm like, I don't really want the fucking chicken. You know, <laughs> she's, she really insisted. And doggy bags are not a thing in Japan. Like, I don't know how she managed to get convince the staff to give a fucking doggy bag and an izakaya. Like, actually, it's kind of illegal here. You know what I'm saying? Like, restaurants refuse to give food because they're worried about food poisoning and stuff like that. So... They want you to eat it there so that it doesn't come back to them. But somehow she managed to convince them to wrap this fucking fried chicken up into, you know, like some pieces of fried chicken up into some fucking foil. And I walked out with it. And I'm like, okay. I didn't think anything of it at all, right? And I'm just like, okay, thanks. So I gave her a hug, whatever. I left, threw the shit in my refrigerator, forgot all about it. Um, about a week later, of course I didn't eat it. Like about a week later, um, I'm throwing shit. I'm like looking, like looking at the bag. Like, oh yeah, that fucking chicken. I forgot to throw it out. I gotta throw it out. I grab as soon as I grab the chicken, I get like a movie flashback of like, do you want the chicken? You know, it's fried chicken. It's so delicious. And I'm like, sorry. I'm like this bitch. Like. <laughs> That's the first thing I said. Like I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> you know, I normally don't use the B word at all, but that's the first thing I said. Like, cause I was so. <sighs> you can imagine. I I wasn't just. Disapp- I was just like, really. <laughs> really you know kind of thing like are you serious right now i don't know i again i don't know if it was all in my mind but i don't know if it was a 
a coincidence, but it kind of seemed, if you're not getting what I'm saying, it kind of seemed to me like, you know, she was working on some kind of stereotype that because I'm black, I wanted to eat some fried chicken. And so she took me there and pushed the shit on me. And yeah, I felt dirty. <laughs> I felt really dirty, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like the only time so and again like what my wife was saying she can kind of understand the context like that girl wasn't looking back on it that girl wasn't trying to be racist to me you know but she just didn't know and if you watch this b style video like about this girl who, who's talking about b style stuff she just doesn't know and she kind of doesn't care to know if you will like just only on the superficial level of what they see and what they think um is enough and we we do it in western culture too so i the way it's like i really actually in a backwards way like that jim jeffries link because you know it kind of puts some context to it on things that western people do too i mean it kind of goes deeper into western culture later on in the video but in, in the beginning like i was like okay you can't yeah, you can kind of fault people for that, but I can't lock in my Western, my hangups as a Western person. Like, this motherfucker trying to give me chicken. Like, you know, I can't, I can't do that. Like, because it is kind of, she did it out of ignorance. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, it is, she was just ignorant. And, and I mean, to my culture and to me is who I am. She liked my culture, but she was just ignorant about my culture. And, you know, um, there is a possibility, depending on who you are, where you're from, you will, every, again, every subculture of people in Japan has its groupies, has its fans. Again, like these are some examples I gave this time of people who, I, I, I could give several others, I'm not going to, because it's just far too embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, again, some others where it worked um to my advantage, it's still kind of awkward where I have girls running up to me like, oh, hey, you're cool. Like, wow, I'm so happy to be talking to you right now. And I'm like, what? I'm just sitting here, you know. But I, I know what they're saying. I know what they're doing. You know, it's like, you're black. I like, you know, people like, hey, hello. I like I like Notorious B.I.G. You know, I've had people do that to me, you know. Um, and... You, 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 you know, and I'm not talking about like people. I'm I'm not even talking about people who are like looking the part of the people I described in this episode. I'm talking about people who like look like a typical normal, you know, average Japanese girls. You know, like I've had that happen too. So it's it's a weird kind of thing, and you know, I can't really judge you on. I don't know, depending on who you are how you're listening to this information, how you would take it. You might be like, what the kid, what the fuck? You know, you might be outraged. You might be find it funny. You might find it whatever, but it not, it's not only limited to black people. Every, you know, people might say, hey, you look like the guy from One Direction or hey, you remind me of, you know, fucking, I don't know, uh, Ricky Martin or whatever, whatever. Like you're gonna come across that depending on who you are. And, that's Japan's an island, you know, and people aren't really used to, you know, as a whole, aren't really used to dealing with people from other cultures in general. And I'd say that's going to be even more 
the fact it, the further are you you the further you are from major cities and like if you're doing an ALT job or something like that in a small town that might be some shit you might have to deal with you know and I would say you got to get thick skin about it. You have to be very diplomatic about it because you can just flip out on someone, but you know, you'll be flipping out on people all the time and you know, actually changing their perspective takes a bit more work. Um, but I'm the type of person that prefers, especially being that I want to, I'm planning on being here for the rest of my life. I'm willing to do it, you know, and I think it's something that needs to be done. Um, you know, whether it's talking to someone, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I don't get myself all worked up about it anymore. I just recognize it, you know, steer. I can, now I, I, I can kind of see it coming, you know, sometimes and steer clear of it. That time with fucking chick with the medallion, I was fresh off the boat. I couldn't see it coming. I was blindsided by it. And you might have those type of experience. You're probably going to have some of those type of experiences too if you if you stick around this country for a while. Some of them are comical. Some of them are fucking awkward as fuck. You know, some of them are you know a little bit sad. You know, um, but but it's interesting. That's all part of living in this country. So, you know, again, that's, I can't believe I told the second story, but which, but, you know, I guess it needed to be told at some point. So, um, and again, this is a way to kick off phase three. I don't think I'm going to be able to top this with episode 100. So there you go. Okay. All right. So we had a great, let me take the time. Uh, Boom. There it is. Awesome episode. Lots of content, lots of stuff. Uh, Again, one more time, please check the link. Um, you know, fish around, cycle the mart, you know, buy a bunch of shit, you know, pay, help me pay for my next trip to America, please. <laughs> no, I'm fucking, I'm fucking with you. I'm partially fucking with you. But okay. Anyway, let me get up out of here. Thanks for listening as always. Listening to my stories, my wackiness of my life here. And next time we'll do it again. All right, y'all. Peace.